Turtle Rock and Rollers. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Hyrule Podcasters. My name's Ben. My name is Pat. And we are the co-host of this here podcast. Yep. We, two brothers, play through Zelda games together. It's an audio-only Let's Play experience that you're only getting here. At the Hyrule Podcasters. And this is season two, a link to the podcast. Mm -hmm. This is the final episode. Patrick, why don't you tell us what we did last week? Last week, I expertly went through Turtle Rock. You crushed it. And I crushed it. We thought maybe this needs to be two eps. Did not need to be two episodes. We flew through the thing. Uh, It was great. Um... I can't believe that we are now at the final episode of the season. I know, right? It's outrageous. I We've come such a long way. 12 episodes? What do we estimate? Like 15 episodes? Yeah, we figured it'd be somewhere in like the 12 to 15 and we're going to do 12. So. And we're going to do 12. Um, you know, looking back on this season, what are some, uh, what are some memorable moments for you? Oh, um... <laughs> I I definitely think when we were, you know, super early on mm-hmm. and maybe realized we didn't know this game as well as what we thought we did. Mm-hmm. Specifically, there was one episode where I was like, oh, great. Now that we have, and I think it was the hook shot, I was like, oh, we can go get everything now. Mm-hmm. And that was entirely incorrect. We couldn't, we couldn't <laughs> get anything. Yeah. Like, we could just get to no, the next place, but we could not... You know, and so just like the enjoyment of being like, oh, right, like, yeah, we've played it a lot, but there are still going to be blind spots and things we don't quite remember, even if we think we mm-hmm. know this game backwards and forwards. How about you? Yeah, I think that was the same episode where you tried to uh, push a gravestone when you're supposed to dash into it. And yes. you were like, maybe there's something wrong with the game. This is classic Ben, by the way. When you play games with Ben, like competitive games, and he loses, he'll often be like, oh, how'd that happen? That's crazy. That's not supposed to happen. And it's like, dude, like it's not the game's that, fault that, that, that is you accurate. lost that to is me. Accurate. It's very funny. But Ben's brain automatically, I mean, and the confidence that, that Ben carries throughout his gameplay experience makes him a, a better player, but it, it is hilarious when he tries to blame the game, but it's not the game's fault. Um, wow. My highlights from this, uh, season, I just enjoy the, you know, the graphics and the music and, uh, playing through this with somebody, especially you, because, you know, I, I have my weaknesses such as navigation, uh, and collecting information from non-playable characters and you'd like doing that stuff. So I don't have to do it. Uh, so my highlight from this season is playing the game with my brother. Oh, that's so nice. So nice. How you been? You're, you're recovering. Tell the world. So I'm going to tell the world for you. 
So Ben, <laughs> may I? Uh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. So Ben elected to have a kidney removed so that somebody who needs a kidney can get it from a fresh living donor instead of waiting on the list for other organ donors. And basically, this accomplishes a like reset of the waiting list and just makes everything easier for people who need kidneys because it's not an unknown. He was on a list. Bang, they called him. We got somebody that needs your kidney. He went under the knife. They scooped it out, put it in a tray, put it in somebody else. And Ben is now just like six days into recovering from this surgery and uh, feeling pretty good, it seems. You look good. Well, thanks. Yeah, you know, I, f- I feel really good. I think, you know, the first few days were, you know, I was just a little, a little tired, napped a whole lot. Uh, if you're looking for, you know, if you're one of those people that uh, struggles to not do anything, having surgery really forces you to not do anything. <laughs> um, I've just kind of been building up my steps, you mm-hmm. know, every day. Uh, to try and you know get back up to uh to a uh, to a point where I feel you know comfortable doing all that, but uh, but yeah yeah that's that's uh Pat pretty much got everything there wow. on the nose. So yeah, my kidney flew from you know Georgetown uh to UCLA and got uh, shoved into somebody else, and that person all I know is that that person is doing doing well. Um so so yeah, I'm happy that that person. And then fortunately, that person had a family member or friend or somebody that was willing to donate a kidney. So then that family member then donated a kidney to some other random person. Oh, wow. So another living donor that was yeah, ready to yeah. go didn't Correct. even... So now you have an abundance of kidneys instead of not enough kidneys, which is the usual. Right, right, right yeah. Yeah, so essentially two people got a kidney. Uh, uh, what was that, last Wednesday? Yep. Last Wednesday, so wow, uh, which is pretty cool. How pretty incredible! Cool. And what's the what's the organization that you went through that that handles all of this? Oh yeah, so it's the National Kidney Registry, and there'll be information in the show notes uh, along with a really great article by Dylan Matthews of Vox that he did covering effective altruism, and this is one of the things that he talked about. Um, about donating a kidney and kind of how I go about it. So if you're interested or you want to chat more about it, you can hit me up in Discord. Uh, I also, I think everybody knows this by now, I run Twitter, Pat runs Instagram. So if you want to get a hold of me, you can, uh, if you DM us on Twitter, I'm the person who is uh, paying attention to Twitter. Uh, So that's another good way to get in touch with me. In other huge news, Patrick, you moved. I moved. And it's not just like a down the block kind of thing. No. Uh, Crystal and I have finally made our way to Portland, Oregon. Wow. We drove out here. It took us about eight days. 17 months? Oh, oh right, yeah. Right, right. It took 17 right. months from the initial when I was going to move out uh, to Portland. She'd lived here, and we moved back to Ohio for the pandemic to help take care of our families and just be closer to our families. Um, and uh, the Portland uh, Opera has summoned Crystal back to work. And so we're back. I'm recording from a dingy little hotel in Portland. We saw a great apartment yesterday, and we turned in our applications. Uh, so hopefully next season I'll be recording from that apartment. If not, it'll be another one. It'll be great. It was a great drive out here. 
Oh my gosh. Did I tell you this, Ben? I don't think so. Do we you were want- rushing to the last restaurant open amongst cornfields and nothingness and weren't speeding. Crystal was driving. The whoop whoop pulled up behind us. We pulled off. He claimed that we hadn't used a turn signal. But oh my goodness. We, I mean, Crystal's a great driver. There's no way that she didn't use that turn signal. Um, he was just like, what are these, you know, people doing with Ohio plates in the middle of nowhere? Um, it's just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Just harassing us. You know, I put on this like, oh, hi, I love the police face when I'm, you know, interacting with the police that I learned growing up in Kent because you just get pulled over all the time driving a beater around during the summer. The cops don't have any college kids to harass, so they like to harass the high school kids just living their lives. So I put on that face, snap into it. He's like, do you have your license and registration? I had a flask in my glove box just because the car was packed, you know, to the brim. And that was just where I put my whiskey flask, um, which is not legal. Uh, It has to be in the trunk. Oh. Yeah, oh, you, I did not know that's that. not a closed container. That can be considered an open container. Oh. Um, so luckily, I keep all my info on like a bright in a bright yellow envelope, and I just like pop the, the, the glove. And he was over on my side too, flashlight Ooh. shining. I slide the envelope out, and I get the stuff out, and I hand it to him, and he's like, "Well, I'll let you off with a warning after you know running our plates and stuff." But oh my gosh, Jeez. and we get to the restaurant, and it's a gas station. <laughs> so oh my goodness. We ate, and I mean, I we splurged. We got a pizza and uh, chicken strips for dinner. Awesome. And awesome. we just ended up both eating like a couple pieces of pizza and maybe one chicken strip and left it in the fridge because like uh, leftover gas station food. Sure. Uh, but you don't you know, want to dive into that the next day. Yeah, but it was a it was quite the adventure. I, I'll pop in a couple more stories from that as we go along. But let's get to it. The final episode. It's time to go face uh, face our adversary, Gannon. Let's do it. All right. So um, we are right at the entrance to Turtle Rock, and what's great is we just have to head west a few screens. Uh-huh to get to Ganon's Tower. So I'm just going to see kind of what I am left here with. Yeah, so if you look at the map, uh, there is now just a skull over Yikes. where the towel, uh, the tower of Hera was in the light world Correct. and what we will be calling um, Ganon's Tower here. I'm going to check out my... Um, you know, I have two fairies and a magic potion, so yeah. I actually feel pretty good about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and, um, yeah, we're just going to do it. Okay, we got some Lionels. Lionels. I'm just gonna... Fight a Lionel. Oh, come on. Fight a Lionel. All right. They just take two one. hits. Yeah. Okay. They take two hits. That wasn't nearly right. as exciting as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> how about those gold Lionels? In our... All right. So we come up oh, here. Oh, boy. How about And the entire thing is just flashing. And then as we walk forward, uh, Zelda's crystal comes out of the top of our head. And she says, Shables. We are going to break the barrier of Ganon's tower with our power. So then six other crystals come out and start spinning around. We get all these bright flashes. All this chaos happening wow. around us is a, is gone. And a set of stairs ominously descends from the tower. And we get our cue to drive up it. And wow. we just entered 
Ganon's tower. Woo! So when we first walk in, we can see uh, there are statues of him standing here with uh, he holding the Triforce. Like he already has it. <laughs> he commissioned an artist to create statues of him holding the Triforce. You know, fake right. it till you make it. So we have eight total floors. So one basement and then seven floors. Um, on the first floor here, we pretty much just have the option of going up or down. So we're just going to go down since there's only um, one basement and kind of see what's going on down here. Oh, this is actually the first floor. So you come in on the second floor. Um, so first thing I did is I just uh, ran into <clears throat> a very tall brazier and grabbed a key. Now, if I remember this dungeon correctly, uh, it is mm -hmm. complex. Oh, I just found another key under a thing. It is a very complex dungeon. There's a, a lot of backtracking. Yes. You pretty much have to use every item that you uh, that you found in the game. Um, and just all the other little things that you know about, like a, a Zelda game. So, like, you know, in that uh, room right there, there were a bunch of uh, those silly little gopher things. <laughs> That the moles. I had to moles, yeah. That mm -hmm. I had to pound down uh, to get them out of my way. Best enemy uh, in the game. The most ridiculous enemy in the game, I think. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so I have two keys, but I'm walking by all the key doors currently, as I don't want to utilize them too soon. Which is a smart move. Is this a bad idea? I, <laughs> I don't know. But I, I like to not use the, the keys too soon as well. You might remember from when I crushed the last two episodes <laughs> that I, I hoard my, my items. And, it you know, it often works out for me. Yeah. Yeah. So Ben's hitting some switches with some bombs, advancing through some rooms. There's a lot of, there's a lot of blue-red switch play going on here. Yeah, I just took a warp um, tile, so I'm still on the first floor. But now I'm in the... Uh... I'm in the northeast of it. Aha, there we go. So there were a bunch of fire bars in this room attacking me. Uh, and mm -hmm. there was just a gap at the end. And so I had to push one of the blocks and I go <laughs> through my next room. Okay, so now I have one of, these are probably my least favorite kind of rooms. Or, or dungeons or, or whatever. Yeah, you, uh, you these are them. tough. Or um, like mazes. And essentially like, a, hey, you know, you're going to have a gazillion holes to like fall down and you'll pop up different ones. Or, oh, you'll go in different cave doors and pop out different ones. Or this one is just a bunch of tiles, of our warp tiles. Yeah. And I just don't find them that fun. Yeah, so you, you basically, you warp from room to room, and they don't exactly correspond to the rooms that you're going back and forth to every time, and it's just kind of confusing. So Ben's just kind of trying stuff out here, and it seems like he's come on out the other side uh, correctly. Is that right? I think so. I mean, I don't know if this is the correct way, but this is the way that we're going, so. Okay. You know... It occurs to me that we did a lot of talking about having guests on this season, and we didn't have one guest. Um, now, we had a lot of plans in the first season, and... Ooh. So there are some hard hat beetles just kind of chilling here, and I bet we have to use ether again. Yeah, so you can see we're going to be able to make the... Oh, very cool. Yeah. You froze the hard... 
the hard hat beetles um, with the ether, and it also exposed the hidden walkway. Right. Um, but we might have uh, we might have some guests and some in betweener episodes. Um, we just decided we like each yeah, other's companies we'll enough that you know who needs extra people. Yeah, this this first little part of the maze here is kind of tricky, so you kind of have to like walk diagonally to get over the little edge. There we go. Okay, so I'm over the edge now. Mm, you're going that way. Uh, yeah, you're right. We we definitely yeah we definitely had said had talked about getting some uh, some guests, and then you know I think part of that though was we had both like many people had assumed that COVID was, uh, you know, going to be uh, a thing of the past, you know, this summer, and that we were going to be able to, like, because we didn't want to have to, like, we, we were pretty much going to have friends on and things like that, and we didn't want people to have to, like, get their own microphone set up, so they were going to come and record with us was, like, the idea. Oh, right! That's very true. We were going to have, like, Simon come over and sit next to me, or your friend in D.C., do the same with exactly. you because getting everybody's right, uh, you know, set up from afar is is kind of tricky and it's a lot of work. Um, right. So I guess COVID did play a big role in um, why we didn't end up having guests this season. So Ben's now bombing different parts of a floor in a room, and ta-da! There is a hole that he can fall down now. Um, Ooh. Oh, snap. So the Armos Knights are back. The Armos Knights, which showed up in the Eastern Palace at the very beginning of the game, are now hopping around again, holding their swords and their shield. But the floor is ice. He's slipping all around. What a mini boss to walk into. I mean, they're, again, they just, like, just kind of into it. practicing it so cool. their, oh my gosh, they're practicing their dance routine. And Ben is just simply here to slaughter. I, I maintain that these Armos Knights might just be having a fun time. Uh, and here we are to slaughter. But regardless, we can't get any further without destroying them. Ben is expertly taking them down one by one. The last one left turns red from its original blue and stomps everywhere. Ben's keeping his sword charged and doing the swing, the spin attack. And it looks wow, like... that's just a level. Bang. That was just like a little mini boss. Bang. That was it. Wow. You know, these Armos Knights are one of the only two bosses to not perish via fiery explosions. Ooh. Aghanim is the only other guy who does that. We got the big key. We got wow. a biggie! Wow, that's just gonna make life so much easier yep. to have gotten that already. Do you know what the item is in this dungeon? I believe I do. I think it's a callback to the original Legends of Zelda. Cool. Bomb wall. Do you know what it is? Um. Uh, I I think I remember. I think I remember. Do you remember? So we just blew up a wall, and we got four uh, fairies. So we're going to throw one in a bottle, and I'm going to try and get... Oh, yeah, I can use... Uh, you can use your fairy. boomerang. I use the boomerang. Very good, very good. So it's good that we didn't go walking around getting uh, potions and fairies because they were right there for us, as they have been. Oh, wow. 
We got the uh, big chest already. All right. All right. You found the red mail. This provides even better protection than the blue mail. Cool. So now Link's looking great. We got a lavender hat. We got a red uh, shirt. We're good to go. We're gonna, we're more protected. We're looking cool. So now Ben is staring intently at the map, trying to figure out the best way to go next. Okay, this is where that led to. All right, so we are now just north of that room where we had to use the ether to see the grounds. Oh, we're back here where we started, where we first came down. So we actually made a nice loop. Daddy loves you. We made you. a good loop. Made a good loop here. And the question is, we could start climbing. And we have two keys. I also skipped a bunch of stuff down here. Well, I guess we just used that key. So yeah. that happened. Whoops. That's good. There's some treasure chests in this room. There's a switch to pull. Always, yeah. a, always an intriguing thing. We, we got some stuff to do. We got Very good. Filling up our magic. Okay. So check this out. The, um. Yep. Uh. So I, I lifted up a pot because I'm very good at lifting pots. Uh, <laughs> hey! <there's, laughs> that sounds like a dig. <laughs> there's also a lever to pull, but I don't think I should pull it because my guess is it's going to be bad stuff, but we're going to pull, pull it. Pull it! Yeah! Uh, and you a, get a bunch of bombs. A whole bunch of uh, slugulas. Yeah. Bombs. Slugula bombs. <laughs> Oh my You're god, okay. Patrick, I see you describe running this into, room for the people. There's tiles coming up, being thrown at Ben. There's an anti-fairy going around. There's a wall master coming down. And there's Ben's favorite enemy, the bunny maker. Ben is now a rabbit. And he's just running around like a madman trying to no! avoid the tiles. No! Oh, and the wall master got him. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. That was so. I got, like, I got bumped into the wallmaster by uh, a tile. If so. this were not an audio-only let's play and you could see this, I would have put yeah. that wacky like music behind that because it was so ridiculous. And he's going right back into the same room. Now, I right, so just this getting time, from I the killed jump. the anti-fairy. Yeah, but I killed the anti-fairy right away. Yes. I purposely, purposely, um... <laughs> oh, and then there are two things that shoot fireballs at you, but oh they my. only trigger when you slice yes. your sword. Okay, so he's got fireballs coming at him as he attempts to slice the tiles that are hurling toward him, but... He's avoiding them expertly, doing a much better job than than he did last time. And we've almost painted the uh, skull with the tiles. There's a treasure chest. There's a key in the treasure chest. And we advance to the next room. Woo! Good work. Woo. All right, so there are definitely wall masters now. We should always be on the lookout for them. One just yes. tried to get me. Get your... Another uh, one tried to get me. Oh, you picked up a big potion, but you didn't need it. I was halfway down. Oh, were you? Ooh. Yeah. Almost got got by a wall master. There are a lot of braziers in this room. Um, yes. And I'm guessing that we're going to need to light them all to get something. Um, yeah. I'm just trying so. to kind of see, like, the best way to go here. 
Yeah, Ben's mapping out his route. Speaking of mapping out his route, if you're ever mapping out a route across the country and you stop in Denver, I highly recommend going to El Tacos de Mexico on 7th and Santa Fe and getting the Chili Rienos burrito. Again, my Spanish is atrocious, I apologize. Because it is the best burrito I've ever had in my entire life. Interesting. And I, I've had it once before, and I, I never like believe that it's the best burrito I've ever had in my life. But I had it again, and it is certainly the best burrito I've ever had in my life. So Ben's not—he didn't make it to the door this time. You heard a sigh of frustration. He's gonna give it another shot. It's tough because this room has these little treadmill floors um, and spike traps and a wall master and he's trying Ooh. to get it all done and he did it probably just in time that's one of those oh rooms. we just filled up our magic again which is great yeah and like there are gibdos everywhere as well you know what I mean yes. like this isn't just like you know they're throwing everything at you right now in this yep. game they're not holding anything back and unlike the original Legend of Zelda, where they just like pack as many enemies into a room as they can because the enemies aren't as advanced. You have like enemies that are thinking now and uh, they're dangerous and they're difficult. Yep. So even though there aren't as many in a given room as there were in the original Legend of Zelda, it's just as difficult if not more because they just think harder. Correct. So we just solved a little mini puzzle, and that got us into a room with four treasure chests. Ben had to throw some bombs onto a treadmill in order to, ah, you got the compass. Um, I was really hoping for the dungeon map. <laughs> Definitely. Um, okay, now there's a room that Ben doesn't like that has these little tiles that make holes appear places. Oh, almost fell down a pit. Did not though. Ah, you see that small key right there? That was some expert gaming yeah. action. So they put a pit in front of some pots and you gotta remember that you can use the uh, the hook shot to get over that. The old pit pot hook shot routine. It'll get you. <clears throat> yeah, pick up the pot and you got nothing to hook shot. Oh. All right, so now, <laughs> oh man, okay. So now we're, this is a long, narrow room. Oh, okay. So it is going to disintegrate, which is what I thought. So there it goes. We just need to get through this. So we are going to use items that we use them. Use them. Up. You know, sometimes you forget that you have items that you can use. You know what I mean? Oh, right. So Ben is putting was putting on his invisibility slash invincibility uh, cloak. Yeah. His magic cape and making his way across the disintegrating bridge that has all these uh, fireballs that circle around uh, from Mario. What are they called? The Roku sticks? <laughs> yeah, the, the fire bars. The fire bars. Doku Doku okay. or something. All right, so now we're in an interesting room where there is a warp tile in the middle, but it is surrounded by a pit. And so what you have to realize is that you need to hookshot the statue and go over the pit uh, without falling in a whole bunch of times. Oh man, come on now. Maybe you can move the statue a little closer to yourself. 
Oh, and look what's underneath the statue. Hiding uh, back there. Who is that hiding behind that statue? Why is he here? Oh my gosh! Why would he be right Dude, there this is right a now? Dangerous dungeon. Well, let's see what you got for us today, Beetle. Let's get down to business and talk about what's really got us excited. The new season of the First Encounter podcast. <laughs> First Encounter is a video game podcast where best friends Haney and Chris take turns making each other play the games that helped formulate them as youths. In season two, Chris takes over the controller as Haney forces him to play The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask for the first time. <laughs> Listen in as Chris tries desperately to understand what's happening in this game. They'll laugh, they'll cry, and they'll definitely make you feel something too. Check out First Encounter wherever you listen to podcasts or at www.firstencounterpodcast.com. You have to include the www, otherwise it won't work. Thank you! Thanks, Beetle. We appreciate that you're here and doing all these hard things for us. So he was covering up a star switch that enables Ben to get into the... Um, portal. So Ben did not know how to solve that puzzle, which again is part of the fun of playing this game. You can play it a million times, yeah. but being able to remember every little thing is is a task that perhaps no mortal man or or you know woman or non-binary person can accomplish easily because it's a dense game. Very dense game. It definitely is. Yeah. All right. So I am going to uh we're back kind of in the what i'm calling like you know the, the the main room and this is the room where you use the ether to be able to get out of the room in different areas and so at this point um we're before we start heading up you know i really want to it seems like the map is going to be down here so we're going to retrace our steps from earlier and see if we can uh, find this map. So we're back in that gopher room. Gopher room, gopher room. That whack-a-mole room. The whack-a-mole room. You gotta smack the whack-a-mole so that you can push a block to open the door. And then we're in a room that you gotta use the hook shot to navigate around. Like I said, they just, I mean, they really do. They make you use everything that you've yeah. gotten so far. You're definitely using it. Every single item. Just go for it. All right, so we're in a new room. So what are these fireball bars called in this game, Patrick? <laughs> I was looking it up, and I am... Uh, we go to the <laughs> Admittedly, I could have came into this room as like the fourth room I came into, <laughs> and so did not have to go. I was like, oh, I'm gonna be clever, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep this key and not use it in this exact moment. I should have definitely used it in that exact moment. Should have used it. They're called Guru Guru bars. Um, I think I called it a Roku bar, which, you know, TV was my entire life for <laughs> for a year. Who's uh, you know, who's mad about that? You got some bombs. Very good. Very good. All right. So we're in another room here. You got some Stolfos with a. They, so they're just giving you like. 
Yeah, and they're just giving you, you know, um, um, like just items that you're gonna need for the quest, essentially, right? Like, Liquid. they're just kind of hooking you up with all a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's really nice of them to just hook you up with what you need. Uh, it seems like regardless of their generosity, you're struggling. Ben's fighting a Stolfos. That is true. Getting your butt kicked. You got a half a heart. Uh, I am chilling at half. A oh, I just used the hook shot. <laughs> Bang. Oh, that's cool. Just like that. I, I mean, we got. We can get more. Uh, you know, the fairies also have pink hair. Um, that's true. Which is a cool thing. I guess Link. Link is kind of fairy-like in a in a cool way. Absolutely. Does that mean that he's a cannibal when he eats them, though? Do you think he eats the fairies? Oh no, they they just sprinkle dust on him and run away. There's yeah. there's a full animation there, so we can't pretend like he's eating the fairies. All right, we are going back to the start, and we are gonna start making our way up. Making our way up is the right decision. I think. Yeah, it is. Uh, maybe get some fairies. Hey, speaking of uh, winged creatures, there were so many bees when I was in Rockford. Bees? Yeah, we were in Rockford, Illinois, and there were bees. Bees. Yeah. We were hanging with some friends that we were staying with, mm. and we tried to go to a couple outdoor breweries, and there were just lots of bees. They were they were just honeybees, but everybody's like scared. So I had to like gently capture the bees and carry them away from the table. Oh. Yeah, they were just honeybees, nothing to These weren't like Japanese murder hornets. No, they were not Japanese murder hornets. But everybody's acting like they were Japanese or pterodactyl. I'm not gonna say any names, but come on, guys. It's a good thing that the bees are back. You know, they still don't know why all the, bee why all the bees disappeared. Yeah, I mean, that's probably something that, you know, someone's gonna write a thesis on, you know, in 10 years once they figure it out. Yeah. So Ben's in a room right now with a bunch of spike floor and a bunch of red-blue switches, and you just kind of, like, have to hit, um hit the switches with arrows and figure out. It's like a little simple maze. Um, he's advancing, he's advancing. These creepy- Okay, we got some beam boys again. Yes, the beamos are back. And the creepy you're... Gorilla, the Dark World Gorilla things are here too, which are just so freaky. And your, uh, your shield does somehow not reflect this one, which I don't get. Oh yeah, doesn't work for that. All right. We had the first use of the big key. Through a big door. And now we're in what can only oh, be uh, described as the depths of the dungeon. Yeah, so we are on floor three. There are seven floors. And so this is one of those two level rooms. So I can hear, as I'm sure you can at home, that there are a bunch of spike traps. <laughs> And he spits a switch and unleashes all of them. And he's also trying to kill what I assume is, uh, what are the Dark World Gorillas called again? Red Igors. But yeah, you can't the really Igors. see them because the, the floor is covered by the floor above it. It's one of those double layer floors. So Ben uses his cane to produce a block to keep the door open and runs back through the spike trap. And I managed <laughs> to trap a whole bunch you of did. them by you did. 
Yeah, I, I trapped a whole bunch of them by hitting the switch again, so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Man, oh, now there's right. a long hallway See, that's, yeah. Again, a, this is one of those spots where, you know, younger Ben wouldn't have done what I just did, which was, oh, I could just use my items they've given me in the game. So I, again, use the, uh, the cape of invisibility to become invisible and invincible. So to avoid what? Tell the people, tell the people what you're seeing. Oh, sorry. So there are, uh, uh, cannons on rails, mm -hmm. just shooting cannonballs blah, 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 on blah, a blah, 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 two link wide, uh, walkway. <laughs> Right. So basically, you have to dash across it and avoid the cannons, or you can just put on your invincibility thing, which Ben did the latter, which is probably smart. Um, now we got some Zazax, the, the horse people, and some Stalfos uh, in a room full of treadmills. Ben is choosing his weapons wisely and taking them out one at a time. Getting hit with some bones, didn't suffer a lot of damage. On to the next room. A beam. Okay, we got a beam boy. Remember, <laughs> beam boys turn their head around. And beam boys are on a treadmill. So this is oh like an uber gosh. beam boy right here. Yeah. And Ben took out the Stalfos, etc. Opened up the chest. Oh my gosh. Left a rupee behind. Oh my gosh, another treadmill. This time with two beam boys. There's spike traps in the middle. The horse people, the Zazax, are running Three around. Zazax. Hitting the shooting stuff at him. Oh my gosh, Ben oh my is leaving a pot unopened. And now the same layout, but there's ice, so he's slipping around, <laughs> getting his butt kicked, <laughs> trying to avoid the beam boys. Oh my gosh, on to the next room. And this time there's no treadmills, but there is a statue spitting fire. The floor is ice. There's horse people. There's beam boys. And there's one of those little glowy, painful orbs around the skulls. Wow. Ben picked up the skulls and left behind the potion because he doesn't need it. Into another room, which is just Ganon. Four statues of Ganon holding the Triforce. And oh! The land molas are back! I think uh, we first met these land molas in the desert palace. Again, they're big worms that pop out of the ground. Ben already took out one. Oh, they die so you gotta much hit faster. Them when they're up. Oh my goodness, the sword is more powerful. The only difference here is that there is a statue in the corner shooting fireballs at Ben while he tries to take them out. There's one left. There we go. It's There we go. Ben down to two hearts. Whew, dang, and that's just a mini boss. I mean, what were serious foes earlier in the game are now just popping up like mini bosses. And because Patrick told me how annoying it wow. is, I will what? in fact use a fairy here. There we go. Yeah, definitely fairy time. I remember you mentioning how annoying that must be. Yeah, you know, I just editing the episode that I think I had played or something, listening to it, having yeah. that beeping sound is obnoxious. And we're doing it for the followers. So we come up the stairs and there are three whiz robes in this room. And the room itself is just uh, one of those ones where you have to use ether to make the Darkness. ground appear. You so can't see the that. floor. 
with reckless abandon. Alright. Very good. Very good work. Oh, we have regular... We have regular dark Hillian uh, soldiers there in that room. That was a, We yeah. haven't seen those in a while. Where you been, soldiers? Brats? Maybe they were hiding. Oh, no, no, no. They, they were the malformants. Sorry. All right, so I just walked into this room. There are treadmills everywhere. There are four Wizrobes. My gosh. And so I just decided to bombos them all back <laughs> to where they came from. <laughs> yeah, yo, use the use the medallions. Why not? So now you can hear. We have another one of those rooms where yeah. it's collapsing. So I just dashed up it. Mm -hmm. I took out four red bad boys. Expertly. And, and, and now there's a fireball, and you got to light these four braziers in quick succession. Good job. So you walk into this next room, and there are just three, uh, there are four eyeballs who just immediately start shooting at you. Yep, that's their that's their uh, goal in life, is to zap you. Okay, Absolutely. this room's interesting. There's holes in the ground, and the ground is immediately disappearing. And there okay. are, again, four braziers that probably need to be lighted. And I just got to act a lot faster than what I did there. Yes, certainly. But, you know, you pop in, you take a look, and then you, you get the feel, and then you do it right the second time. And uh, very good work. Okay, there's a key that popped out of this room. Little helmet heads scooting around, scurrying about like the little maniacs they are. Ben's getting some bombs out of yeah. treasure chests. Little baby Helmosars there. <laughs> That's adorable. Adorable. Using the key to go into the next room. All right, so this is an interesting room. So there's a small spike trap and then a large spike trap. The large spike trap is like, like I said it before, but the, it's like some Cronenberg stuff. So Ben has to like- Yeah, it's real creepy. Ben has to bomb a wall, but it's on a treadmill, so he has to like time it out right, which is right. pretty fun. This room has a bunch of, this is a uh, blue switch, red switch puzzle room. And when you finally get in there, there's an anti-fairy that's gonna be super obnoxious because it's just hidden right next to the treasure chest and the switch that we really want to get to. Well, when he was gonna be obnoxious. He was gonna be obnoxious, but we anticipated the obnoxiousness. And took care of him real quick. All right, here we go. It's your boy. Who is it? Who is it? Oh, sick. All right, so we are again faced. Wow, that's it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and that was nothing. I didn't even have time to talk all about it. So in the, in the uh, tradition of bringing back former enemies, we get the Moldorm again, which is the big worm-like creature, the segmented creature with the wonky eyeballs. And it used to, you know, it likes to push you off the edge and you fall down, but not this time. Ben just like, what was that? Two slices? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it took two. Jeez. All right. <laughs> this room is treadmills, spikes, and ice blocks. Oh, man. And big bumpers. Remember, you can walk through those bumpers if you put on There, I did! I did it! I did it! Oh I just Pegasus moves my, my entire way. Yeah. That was incredible. Wow. Oh, here we go. Okay, pause. All right. Pause before yep. you enter. Yep, so, pause it. All right. 
the door that we are about to enter has what looks like maybe a moth on the floor in front of it. Yeah, or a bat, something like that, for sure. Um, a bat, perhaps. Um, do we know who we're about to face on the other side of this door? I mean, I think that it should be Ganon. Okay. Okay. Um, so we're going up against the big baddie right now. You got your stuff together? Check your check your pots. Yeah, so um, pot situation. I have two fairies. All right. Well, that's what you get. And you're not saving your state before you go in. Correct. Okay. Let's go for it. Let's see who's... Right. Oh! <laughs> it's great that you could come all the way here, Shables. I'm very happy to see you again. But you'd better believe that we will not have a third meeting prepared to meet your door. Ah, it's Aghanim. He's back, he's splitting into three. Seems to be doing the same stuff that he did last time, except he has these two like bizarre versions of himself that I think that you can use the beams that he's shooting at you, even from the fake ones, to deflect oh, and hurt that's cool. him. Um, because they look just as real. I don't know if that's helpful right. at all. Ben's tanking some damage here, uh, trying to kind of figure out the layout and his strategy to try to defeat Aghanim once and for all. Uh, again, so you use your sword to deflect these blue orbs that Aghanim shoots at you. Sometimes they're fake outs, though, and they disperse and only hurt you. You also have to figure out right. which one is the correct one. Oh. All right, so Aghanim just slumps over. Oh, oh, and we get the shadow of Ganon comes out of him, turns into a bat, oh and starts flying gosh. away. He's trying to bounce. Oh, we blow the ocarina. Our weathercock shows up. In the dark The bat world. of Ganon just slams down through the top of the pyramid of Ganon, and our bird, who has not shown up the entire time, shows up and drops us off wow. at the top. Pat, we're just going in. Wait, wait. I have wait? a question. For what? I have a question. I have a question. Aghanim. All right. Was Ganon all along? Or was possessed by Ganon? Remember, Aghanim. Yeah, I think Aghanim was possessed by, by Ganon. So this is yes, so interesting. I think that's exactly so, what happened. So this is so interesting. Uh, remember, Hyrule was just an onslaught of terrible misfortunes happening. And Aghanim showed up and used this right. unknown magic to save Hyrule. The king, in response, that is him, correct. gave him the chief advisor role and the heir to the seven sages. He took advantage of that, brainwashed all the soldiers, deposed of the king, kidnapped the maidens. I wonder if Ganon had, had possessed Aghanim before he showed up and it was all a ruse, or if once he had become the chief advisor to the king, he possessed Oh, that's him. interesting. You know? Because yeah, at this really point, just with the information in front of us, uh, it's hard to tell if he was a bad guy all along or if he was possessed by Ganon. Okay, I'll stop, I'll, I'll stop holding you back. Let's do this. We're going in. We're dumping in the hole. Here we go. We're jumping in the hole. Again, the hole is the shape of the bat. 
This is the final boss. Ben's checking to make sure that he has, yeah, he has like a couple fairies. He's looking okay on magic medicine. He didn't have to use much of that stuff in the dungeon, so he's good to go. He's just getting himself prepped right now. I mean, this is the final boss. Again, we are not safe stating, so if Ben fails, then he has to go all the way back around and deal with this again. Ben, are we going in? Here we go! Here we go! I never imagined a boy like you could give me so much trouble. It's unbelievable that you defeated my alter ego, Aghanim the Dark Wizard, twice! But I will never give you the Triforce. I will destroy you and make my wish to conquer both light and dark worlds come true without delay. Wow. All right, he's swinging his trident. He's a big, burly, evil, pig-looking version of Ganon. And he throws So we seem to be able to hit him pretty around. regularly. You can just slice yep. him when he's not. He looks around, he throws it. Oh, and now fire is starting to circle around him as he spins his trident. And Ben, oh, the fire turns into fiery bats. And they lunge at Ben, shibles, as he slices Ganon. Ben's tanking damage to just try to get Ganon down. Yeah, just trying to get hits, trying to there get hits. There we go, the first death, smack the face on the ground. Fairy comes up, bring, bring, gives him back some life. All right, we're coming back to life now. So even with the red mail, those bats. The bats oh, are dangerous. So he just, Regardless. Okay, so now he's kind of dancing all over the place. Mm -hmm. He's gotten rid of the trident. He's zooming about and he's hopping. Oh. Oh, okay, he, boy. So when he Ganon just hops, jumped up and down and shook everything. And the floor is starting to disappear along yeah. the edges, creating new obstacles. I feel like if you can get him oh. down before he gets the whole room to disappear, maybe you'll have a fighting chance. But if he gets another two stomps and that's the entire ring of this battlefield. Uh, oh, I just took a lot of hits. Just, took, just a took a lot, lot of hits. hits. He's getting hurt. Again, Ben did. Oh, you're doing well, lad. Can you break through this secret technique of darkness? Oh, and God. I hope we can. I hope we can. Ben, again, I think he only has one fairy left and he has one heart left. You can't see Ganon anymore and Ben is down, flat on his face. Last fairy. Reviving him. All right, Ben, you got to get those braziers lit. Yep, yep, yep. Put your fire rod on. Get it done. Uh, you can't see Ganon unless you. Oh he's no! Oh. Wow. <laughs> what happened? So I went to slash him. Uh huh. I saw that. And I fell. Uh, I fell down the pit that he made. Right. Oh my God. Just sad times. It happened so quick. What's the tile say? When Ganon is stunned, give him his last moment with a silver arrow. Do you understand, Shables? Okay. So we were right there. He was frozen. Oh but my I gosh. bounced backwards. I did the bounce words backs. <laughs> Alright, so <laughs> So I wonder if we have to start. So I'm gonna the whole climb over. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. So if I have to start the whole fight over, um, I'll probably just take a death right away and go fill back up, but it might just start right where we end it. So we're gonna go find out. We're falling down the hole. 
Here we go. Falling down a hole. Oh, yeah. Okay, it starts over. Wow. All right, so we are just going to... We're going to... We're gonna You're grab gonna some potions him? real fast. Yeah, let's just reverse out of the hole instead of dying and starting over, and go grab. I mean, based some on how that potions. just went. Okay, and now let's warp to the light world. Oh, right here. There and, we go. Uh, let's go get us some potions right. and stuff. We got all this money. Might as well go spend it. Might as well spend the money. We're gonna fly over to the witch's hut. We're gonna take all the money that we have, and we're gonna buy some potions. Fill it up. Okay, now buy another one. Very good. That is dose. And now we're calling our bird, and... Uh, yeah, then I'm gonna go uh, get some fairies. Ah, okay. Then we're gonna get some fairies, drink your magic medicine. I mean, you... Could have got the medicine that gives you both because you got plenty of money. You can't take it with you, and you gotta light the braziers. But yeah, but I mean, I got, I have a good amount. Yeah. 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 Okay. Whatever. Drink your magic potion. Get two fairies. I can't believe that we saw Ganon face to face, and now we have to go re up. How anticlimactic. Okay. Very good. He was right there. Yeah, he, he was, was right there. Right there, you were so close. And you didn't technically die, but you know, it was interrupted. This is only the second time in this whole series that a boss has gotten the best of us. And we've had to like actually deal with it. I died to uh, the triple headed turtle thing with the ice head. Oh yeah, tr Trinex, yeah, Trinex. Yes. Trinex totally got me. And it makes sense that the bosses should be more and more difficult as the game goes along. Right. We should Yeah, right. we should be dying. Yeah, 100%. Yes, I like 100%. It. Yeah. Okay, so we're back up here and Ben is equipping the proper items and jumping in the hole. Let's do this. The silence. All right, we're doing it again. Again. Ganon. He's all pissed off. He doesn't remember that we just did this, so he gives us the same spiel. He's throwing his trident at us, slippery slippers, going around the room. Ben's taking chunks of life out Ben's of him. Ben's just, Take, just taking tanking I mean, damage because he's got so much medicine that it doesn't really matter if he gets hit. So he thinks. I'd say, Ben, you definitely want to tank the damage once he starts stomping because. That floor opening up is a pain in the butt. Ben's down, the fairy's sprinkling some sprinkles on him. It seems to be doing the trick. Yup, works as usual, back to it. Ben's slicing and dicing, tanking, tanking. He's getting him, uh, Ganon jumps up, gets the right side of the battlefield to open up, and the south part is now open as well. Um, I don't know if it's even possible to, yeah, it to might get not. him. I feel like I did that really well. Yep, yep. Oh my goodness. So now he he goes invisible. Ben is relighting the braziers. Bang, just like that. He's up. Oh, he's moving around. He gives him a... Oh, oh, he didn't get it. He didn't get it. He sliced him. He's frozen. I got it. He's equipping the arrow of light. Woo! Okay. All right, got, I'm him going once. To refill got him once. Refill my health. Refill my health. health. But you got him with the arrow of light once. Apparently, it's not just one arrow of light that does the that does the trick in this one. Oh my goodness! Relighting the braziers. 
Ganon's. Okay, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Okay, got him the second time. Shot him the second time. Got him the second time. All right, he's equipping the fire rod. Third time. The third time. Okay, wow. re-equipping the fire rod. Right, re-prepping the fire rod. Oh my gosh. It's a good thing you went and got medicine because you were not going to be able to do this without that. He's frozen, equipping the arrows. Four, there's four, he's blowing up. He's blowing up. We hold our sword aloft. The hero music comes in. Yes. You did and it. And behind us, a door opens and stairs appear. We ascend them. <gasps> it's beautiful. Ah. Here comes the Triforce out of a stage. Welcome, Shables. I am the essence of the Triforce. Mm, well, yeah. hey, what's up, essence of the Triforce? I just beat up Ganon. The Triforce will grant the wishes in the heart and mind of the person who touches it. And so the Triforce is kind of floating in front of us here. If a person with a good heart touches it, it will make his good wishes come true. If an evil-hearted person touches it, it grants his evil wishes. Kind of like the definition of a neutral character here. Kind of cool. Yeah, puts the responsibility on the characters. The stronger the wish, the more powerful the Triforce's expression of that wish. So there's like some curtains kind of hanging down. Yeah, it's very nicely decorated. Ganon's wish was to conquer the world. That wish changed the Golden Land into the Dark World. Ganon was building up his power here so he could conquer the Light World. And make his wish come completely true. Completely true. Wow. Completely true. It's intense. But now you have totally destroyed Ganon. His dark world will vanish. The Triforce is waiting for a new owner. Its golden power is in your hand. Now, touch it. Touch it with a wish in your heart. Do you understand? It's going up to us. We're holding the Triforce above our head. Everything goes white. Wow. The return of the king. Hyrule Castle. It seems that Link's wish was for everything to go back to normal. Yeah, that certainly seems like it here. We see all the knights and everybody standing around the king. The loyal sage is back in sanctuary. He's reading his book, reading looking his very not dead. Looking very, very Sahasrala not dead. is back at home with his wife and grandkid probably in Kakariko town. The weathercock is flying around his old weather vane. Vultures rule the desert as they encircle the entrance to the desert palace. As they should. And we see our friend the thief over on the side picking locks. He's like, don't tell anybody though. The bully makes a friend. Now we're looking at the mountain tower and the bully 
is chasing uh, his friend around. They're returned to their normal look. Woo! Oh! Your uncle recovers. Hooray! And we both hold our swords up. Flippers for Amazing. sale down at the Zora's waterfall. Hey, we got flippers. Oh, there's the voice. There's the voice. The witch and assistant at the magic shop. Still just doing the same thing. Kicking. Nothing new there. Nothing new there. We won't need as many potions to buy, hopefully, but I'm sure other people could use them. The twin go check out the twin lumberjacks at their hut. Uh -huh. They're chopping down a new tree. Oh, they look at us, breaking the fourth wall. The director was probably uh, pissed about that. <laughs> Flute Boy plays again! What a happy ending, Haunted Girl. That's oh, so and Flute nice. Boy's dad sitting there watching him play on the stump. Ooh, Venus, queen of fairies at the, the wishing, wishing well. Very nice. Just chilling, is no longer deformed. Again, ah, words, the dwarven swordsmith, sword, <laughs> swordsmiths are back Smith. doing their thing. What was the voice you used for that? <laughs> oh yeah, I couldn't even remember it five minutes later. The bug catching. We kid. got that fast running guy. The bug, the bug catching, catching kid, kid recovered from a serious the, illness. Wow, incredible. We got the old lady who didn't snitch on us. Thanks, old lady. For we not got snitching. that Karen that did snitch on us. Uh, I'm st I'm still not happy with Karen for snitching on us. The Lost Old Man in Death Mountain. Oh, very nice, yep. Still a lost old he man, He still seems a little lost. Yeah. I'm just gonna throw that out there. He's kind of wandering around. But he seems to do fine for himself, <laughs> even when he's lost. He does, he does. Absolutely. That's good, we get the view from the top of the bridge oh. again. The forest thief back in the Lost Woods. Uh -huh. We got some buzz blobs dancing. Oh, he looked kind of grumpy. Do yeah, you see that? Dude, be happy. We just returned everything to normal. I guess uh, grumpiness is uh, his normal. And the Master Sword sleeps again. Forever. And we see it back in its pedestal here in the Lost Woods. We know for a fact that the Master Sword is not going to sleep forever. It doesn't get a sleep at all. It, like, gets a nap. <laughs> yeah, it gets a nap in. Wow, Patrick, what, what a, a game. season, incredible game. I mean, the graphics, the story, the gameplay, it's like an enhanced version of the original Legend of Zelda. What a return to form after that garbage game that we played, The Adventure of Link. <laughs> wow. I... <laughs> you, can, you can hit up Pat on Instagram if you disagree, to be clear. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure they even had a real idea of the overall story chronology at this point. It seems just to be a reiteration no. of the game. It feels like they were just, just a story. making yeah, games just with like similar elements story. for these first mm -hmm. three. Um, yeah. The next game is kind of an offshoot, um, but by the time we get to Ocarina, they attempt to, post Ocarina, they attempt to like make a chronology of the entire series. So we'll get into the lore in a couple seasons from now. For now, we're just, really excited that we got to play this iteration of this incredible game. So, I know we are just a little long, which is fine. It's the finale. It's always fun. So, just two things I want to hit on. Yeah. 
Go for I want to know what our overall rating is. We've been rating every game so far. Okay. And then the other thing we'll do here at the end is just let folks know what to expect over the next little bit in the podcast feed. It won't be going dark. We are going to take a week off. But then we're going to have some other things coming in. We're going to be featuring some other cool people, um, other cool podcasts we think you might like. Uh, we have some special announcements coming up. We have some shorter check-ins and things like that. We're trying to line up an interview maybe here and there. So there'll be some stuff kind of for you know the next you know couple weeks on the feed. Right. So that being said, that's kind of the, the, the businessy bit. Uh, uh-huh. Patrick. Yes. We played three games. We have. Can you rank them mm-hmm. for us right now? I would say that The Adventure of Link was only decent because I had to play it and I was making the best of it. I never want to play that game again. Um, not my style. No, okay. Not a, you know, I'm not an RPG player and it's just the action, the, the fighting was, was difficult to figure out. So I'm going to put that all the way as far to the bottom as I can. And then I'm going to put A Link to the Past at the very top. And and if we're just doing all of this on its own scale, I'll put The Legend of Zelda for the Nintendo Entertainment System somewhere leaning toward the top. So I'll say if uh, The Adventure of Link gets a zero and this one gets a 10, then The Legend of Zelda gets a seven. Okay. What I, about I you? like all that. Yeah, so because I know what other games are coming up in the series and... I really want to make sure that the now that we have three games, I feel like you can you can give them proper numbers. And, you know, I have in my mind what I think the one game in the series as of right now that's actually a 10 is like in my head. Right. I'm I'm trying to I'm using that. Okay, so you're doing a little different scale than I'm doing. Cool. Yeah, which is fine. So I think I would give this game a seven. And I would give Link's Adventure a six and The Legend of Zelda a five. <laughs> okay. At least they're tucked up next to each other. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I right, disagree I mean, that you know, the I mean, abomination we're, we're, that is the adventure of Link is sure. a six. But. but I think, you know, as we go through this, as, as everybody does, you know, kind of when they're talking about it, you know, remove the commotion around Link's Adventure every other game is pretty much hailed as a a masterpiece or close to it. Like the main Zelda friend, right? So it's like, right, we could give them all nines and tens. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's kind of like, oh, like let's put them on their own scale. Sure. Right. Their own, you know, logarithmic scale where, you know, the jumps are, so we just get some, some interesting things. So, yeah. So I think, um, we will commit to this. We will get it written down. Okay. Uh, we will post it widely, and then we'll be able to refer back to it. Yeah, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll with all of that in mind change it up. Um, so Ben had mentioned that we have some exciting episodes coming up before the next season starts. Maybe we can have a conversation mm-hmm. about this um, and get my scores down a little better. Then, um, what a season! What a season. What a season. I'm glad that I got to play some of the hardest dungeons. Again, I got to play through this with you because I didn't have to do all the stuff that I don't like having to deal with on my own. Um, Shout out to (laughs) ZeldaDungeon.net for all of the information on the characters. 
Um, I think we use Zelda fandom a little bit this time too. So thank you very much for the folks over there. Coming up next, we get to play my favorite game in the series. It's short and sweet. um, And that's one of the reasons I love it so much. We are going to play Link's Awakening. And we are going to play the DX version of it. Right. You had a you had a conversation, which I don't think you have to, you know, retell the entire thing. But in the discord, it seemed like that was the one that made the most sense to play. Yeah, I'll get more into it when the season starts. But absolutely just it's a better version of the original. So why would we not play it? Yeah, Um, for sure. But in the meantime, again, our feed's not going completely dark. We got some fun stuff coming in between the seasons and we hope that you'll tune in. You got anything else for him, brother? I don't, brother. I think this has been another episode and another season of... Hyrule Podcasters! Thanks for joining us on A Link to the Podcast. We'll see you in the in-between episodes. What a blast. Bye, everyone. Thanks so much. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, 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 bye. for listening to this week's episode of Hyrule Podcasters. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Hyrule Podcasters and on Twitter at Hyrule Podcaster. As always, this episode was produced by Patrick, and we'd like to thank Lieutenant Headtrip for composing original music for the podcast, including our theme song. Additionally, if you'd like to directly support us, you can head over to our Patreon page. Patreons get early access to episodes and more. Links to everything can be found in the show notes. And be sure to rate and review us in Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Odd Media.